Welcome to Adventuring the Girl Life, where we believe life for every girl should be well lived. Each week, we'll explore tips and techniques to add more adventure to your world, from fitness and self-care to career building and fulfillment in even the most mundane parts of life. So buckle up. I'm your host, Jen Whitmore, certified personal trainer, mom of two, lover of everything pineapple, and your new partner in adventure. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast, girls. Today, we are talking about sitting. Sitting, if you haven't heard, is the new smoking. Sitting for long, long periods of time is terribly hard on our bodies. So, as you know, today is the 18th. We are just coming off of Father's Day. I hope that you loved on whoever the dad is in your life, whether it's your own dad or your stepdad or your husband, all of the fathers who stick around for their families and love on them and support them. And in all of their ways, they deserve every bit of appreciation and love. So I hope that you loved on the father in your life. And tomorrow is my birthday and I am celebrating in style. I am going to get a massage and my kids and I are hitting the pool. We are all in summer mode and I am really excited about it. Summer is my favorite. Picture this in your mind with me here for a minute. You are up every morning, you're getting dressed, you're dealing with your children, your children are off to school, you are getting ready for the office, you arrive at the office, you are giving directions, hitting meetings, getting ready for the day. Then you proceed to sit at your desk on your bum for the next six to eight hours. Did you know that between the people who stand and the people who sit all day, the sitters are twice as likely to get heart disease? I know that's terrible, right? It actually raises your risk of heart disease, diabetes, um, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and the big C. That's right, cancer. This is all according to WebMD. Older women are actually at a higher risk of breast cancer, and that doesn't change even if you're really active. What matters is how much we are sitting. Isn't that sad? It doesn't matter how active you are. It matters how much you're sitting. Even if you exercise for seven hours a week, which is way more than the suggested two to three hours, you can throw all of your hard work out the window by sitting for too long. Long periods of sitting are wrecking us. And girls, I work really hard for my workouts. I don't want sitting too long to ruin them. They're too important. They're too hard. I work too hard at working out for them to go down the drain. You can actually gain more weight and spike your anxiety levels if you sit for too long. This is all downhill, girls. This is not a fun subject. So as a personal trainer and a travel wellness advocate, I am going to help you overcome all of these challenges. 
Well, at least give you some tips on how to overcome these challenges. It's going to be all up to you, girls. But before we go into our tips, I'd love for you to do a self-evaluation of how much you and your family are actually sitting. Now, I know that you cannot control your spouse any more than I can control mine, but I can lead by example and I can influence my children because I am their mother and they do what I tell them. Just a few jokes, but I do tell my children what to do. Don't you? Okay, moving on. I am going to let you into my personal life a little bit here, girls, and tell you about my own sitting evaluation. So if you decide to do yours, maybe you won't feel so bad. I've got to say, I am, I'm a bit embarrassed. I am really embarrassed to, to let you girls in on this. But alas, I am the guinea pig. Okay, so every morning I hit the gym for like one hour, then I'm back home to get my kids off to school, and then I'm in the shower. Okay, so far so good, right? I'm up early, I'm on my feet, I'm exercising, getting the kids ready. So far so good. This is where the wheels fall off the wagon. After I, you know, take a shower and get dressed, I sit down at my desk for the workday for the next five hours. Yeah, five hours. I may, you know, jump up to hit the bathroom or make myself some lunch, but that's it. And then I grab my first kid off the bus, which I usually do walk down the street to the bus stop if it's not raining or cold. And then it's back to my computer for probably another two hours. My next kid gets off the bus, but she's older and more self-sufficient, so she can walk home if necessary. And my son likes to play with his friends after school. He doesn't really need his mama for every little thing anymore. And my daughter, like I said, walks home. Now, of course, if it's too hot or raining or too cold, then of course I will go and get her. And I actually find this to be a blessing in my life that I am available to pick up my children when they need me to. After that, it is chores, dinner, and sports. Now, of course, chores and dinner have me up on my feet, but the sport, depending on the sport that it is, I'm usually sitting in the car or sitting at the field. So we'll tack on another hour to hour and a half of sitting. Then after that, the day's basically over. So once the kids are in bed, my guy and I sit down to watch our favorite shows. And again, we tack on another three hours. Yikes! So that is a grand total of 11 hours a day of sitting for me. Now, of course, we all have different schedules and different days. You know, some days it's a grocery day, so I'm up on my feet a lot more. Um, Some days, you know, we're at the pool in the summer and we're up on our feet a lot more. But, of course, sometimes I'm laying in the sun while the kids are playing, so more sitting. It depends on what day it is. Of course, everybody is different. But on your regular average day, 11 hours. Yikes. I'm going to have to start recording this podcast standing up. Actually, I'm in the mode of doing that as soon as I finish with this episode. Did you know that your metabolism actually slows down 90% after 30 minutes of sitting? 
the enzymes that move the bad fat from your arteries to your muscles where it can get burned off slow down. The muscles in the lower part of your body are completely turned off. This is what I like to lovingly refer to as dead butt. Yeah, I know that's like really in your face, but yeah, dead butt. Because when you're sitting, your glutes, they ain't doing anything. And then after two hours, your good cholesterol drops by 20%. Just getting up for five minutes is going to get all of these processes working again. It's really not that hard if we think about it. We know we sit too long. We've got too many things that we need to do that are accessible from our computers. But all of the things that we can do to reverse this are pretty simple. So simple that they're kind of silly. So let's start with some of our tips. Again, all I can do is give you the info, girls. It's going to be all up to you. First, we're going to take our calls standing. Most of us take our calls on our cell phone nowadays anyway, and if you are one of the few people who still have a corded phone at your desk, how expensive is it really to purchase a longer cord so that you can stand up? This is something that is really, really simple, and we might not even think about it, but if we know that we're going to be on the phone, all we have to do is stand up out of our desk chair And we help ourselves and our health in the long term a lot. Okay, next. Set an alarm on your phone to move every 30 minutes. Get up and go get coffee. Go refill your water bottle. Stand up and stretch if you don't want to move away from your desk or your cube. Chances are, if you have a smartwatch, it's going to tell you it's time to move. Mine does. And I usually try to abide by it. Number three, get a standing desk. Now, I know that this may be a bit more difficult if you work in an office because your office probably isn't going to pay for something like this. And of course, it's going to be a big hassle to get one. But you never know. You could absolutely talk to your HR person or the person that handles the insurance in your office. These things can be total write-offs for your company if they try to implement healthier standards for their employees. If you're a business owner like me, it's likely to come out of your pocket. But Isn't your health really worth it? Next, a standing chair. Now, I know that that sounds sort of like an oxymoron, but they are super cool and they're actually a thing. I typed in Google standing chair and a ton of things came up. I actually found a really awesome chair. It's by Fully. So F-U-L-L-Y dot com. They have a chair That allows you to like tuck your feet back, sit sideways, sit backwards. Like it's an all kind of movement provoking chair. It's super cool. Next, go take a bathroom break or visit a coworker with a question. Instead of just calling them over the phone, get up out of your chair and walk over to them and ask the question. All we're doing is trying to get you to move a bit more often. We're not looking for another workout here. Number six, implement task switching. For one task, you sit. 
The next thing, you stand. Whenever you change what you're doing, change your position. This is a super easy one, and you can implement it with little kids too. And lastly, encourage walking sessions. This again is a super simple tip that can easily be implemented. All you have to do is talk to someone else who's interested in getting more movement just as much as you are. Now, I know everyone's situation is different, but hopefully some of these tips can help you to learn how to move your body more often. Like I said, we're not looking for a second workout of the day here. We're just looking for you to move your body a bit more. Your health will thank you for it in the long run. I promise. Okay, girls, I really hope that some of these tips have helped you today. And if you're going to implement them, make sure you tell us about it. We absolutely want to hear how we are helping you. You can use the hashtag AGL podcast to get in touch with us. And you can leave us reviews. But as usual, you know, before we go, we have to do our crowns and our flops. If you are brand new with us, our crowning moment and our flop moment of the week is all about how we are all human, we do crazy things, no one is perfect, and of course, most of the time it just gives us a little laugh. So my flop moment for this week is when I'm sitting here recording this episode for you girls, I had no idea that I was actually sitting this much, and now I need to make some real changes to remedy that so I can practice what I preach. Okay, crowning moment, girls. Wow. Our brand new website, rwtravelswell.com, is live and ready to go. Totally live. We are now taking on clients. I am planning a very big beta testing launch, but I am so excited about the next chapter for Jen Whitmore Training. RW Travels Well is for all of our traveling road warriors who care about their health. After all, that's exactly what we do here, right? We encourage health and wellness every step of the way as we adventure through the girl life. So tying all of it together in a nice little bow, we are building wellness itineraries for all of our travelers. We are going to find you the best food options for wherever you're going, and we're going to build you exercise plans based on your personal needs. I cannot wait to get to know you on a more personal level because we are also adding an accountability piece to this new service. We're going to help you every step of the way when you're gone to make sure that you can stay on track. I cannot wait for all of you to see how this is going to play out. Girls, thank you so much for being with me today. As always, I could not do this without you. I appreciate you so much. And until next week, girls, adventure on.